Welcome to Positivity. Messages of hope, support, and inspiration. In 10 minutes or less. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Erica Ishii. I'm Amy Dallin. <laughs> so many of my friends that, like, I, 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 you know, I, I, the friends I had in, like, elementary school, middle school, and high school, and, like, all the theater kids and stuff, like, I, I just realized, like, we all, on some level, gave somebody a hard time, and it didn't make us happy, but it was the thing you did, because you're so scary to talk about. So the other piece of advice, and, man, I hope that this is a thing that is changing over time, but this understanding that children are far more complex than we give them credit. Mm. And I think that this is a thing not to, I mean, we talk about content warning. Um, here's one. Whenever I see like a school shooting or any kind of school violence, I think about this of like, was there a time when like an adult could have looked at that child and said, hey, are you okay? Oops. Hey. And you know, like that idea of instead of just saying, well, kids, it's rough. Oh, school. Yeah, it's hard. Always oh, getting bullied. That's part of it. Oh, man, I hate to see it. Like of saying like, hey, are you okay? You can talk to me. I'm, you can tell me what you're feeling right I'm now. glad to see that there are more campaigns these days and more programs, more resources available to help kids that are troubled like that. Because when I was little, it was really hard. Like I was the bottom of the social order. You know, I had kids in fourth grade make a newsletter about how weird like me and my one friend was. Oh. I like and I, you know, I I was physically bullied in the locker room. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I, I was always the butt of the joke. And on April Fool's Day, guys would ask me out. And I'm saying this, all of these really sad stories because I love my life yeah. now. I got through it. Things were better. I... I somehow clung to this weirdness and to the things that I loved. And I thought they don't have that. They don't have the same kind of passion about the things that I love. Like they're not happy and they're the ones that are wrong. And I, and I somehow clung to that for the years of middle school or the oh, years of late elementary school. And it helped to have a really, really supportive set of parents um, that that were also themselves weirdos and to tell me like it's okay like it will get better but just it it can get so bad but I promise you that it will get better and your world will open up and once you leave that small little bubble uh, you will find that the whole in the whole world there are so many people that love what you love and so many people that think like you do and so many people that care about you I, I want to say, I don't know if this helps now, but I sincerely mean this. Um, I am jealous of your ability to cling to those things and hold on to it and stay true to yourself through that because I didn't. Like, that's the thing. I very much remember I had this existential crisis in college when I was like 21 where suddenly I realized I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know things that were true about myself versus mm. things that I said I liked or things I did to make people like me. And it was like I it took me many years to like walk that back and like of analyzing things and be like, am I really enjoying this? Is this the thing I'm doing because I like doing it or is it the thing I'm doing to make people like me? And because at some point I tried to strip away everything about me that I thought made me weird. Right. And but another thing for weird is like I think we, this is what we talked about last night. Yeah. It's like 
interesting, different. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to be different. I wanted to be cool. Don't you know stand off your edges. There is a, a a whole pain to that that's interesting. Like I, having met people growing up who had sort of different experiences or who are like more successfully disguised themselves, mm-hmm. like in ways that they either could pull off or knew to pull off, which like, you know, I, I ended up, one of my, my best friend from college uh, told this story about like, realizing that it wasn't cool like when the the day she realized that she as a girl wasn't supposed to love math um and like Mm. i you know thank god like that that message never took on me i did (laughs) science olympiad i did math counts and i kind of knew like that we were outnumbered but like but she got this message from the girls in her class where like she figured out she was supposed to hide it and it like it changed her experience in a way that made me sort of you know really sad obviously uh like i've met other like uh, one of my friends in my 20s was a, a, someone who'd been like like a cheerleader and like secretly loved Batman, but literally never talked to anyone about any of it. And the weird thing was, I, I was like, so that made me feel weirdly lucky where I was like, oh, I couldn't hide my shit. Everybody knew. Yeah. Like, I either didn't have the good sense or the ability to like, <laughs> d- you know, to, to keep th- that stuff hidden. And in a way, as much as it sucked at the time, like I, I didn't get physically bullied. I was lucky. It, it was... It was, you know, a note that said you're ugly and stupid and nobody likes you. Oh, like, Amy. Um, I did change friends groups after that one. Um, oh, yeah. God. Like, it was your... Oh. The next friend group made up fake inside jokes because they figured out I would laugh at things to belong. Um, uh. Which, you know, is just a thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, through all of that, I, I got to, like, stay who I was by finding other people who I did have that stuff in common with. And I guess that's, that is my advice. Like, I still did Science Olympiad. I still did dance. Like, I still... Even if it was like one person in any given room that I could kind of connect with, those connections were such a treasure for me. And they did. They felt like they meant more because that was all you had. But like you, we got each other through and we got through all of that See, and we emerged into a larger world and it was way better. This is so interesting. I'm, I'm loving this, what is going to be multi-part episode. <laughs> yeah. Because for me, what I kind of fell into was like this jester role, mm-hmm. right? Of like, that's how I avoided bullying was I was the one who was like doing things to make people laugh, right? And to the point of like embarrassing myself, right? To make people, because if I'm like making them laugh and they like me, they like have me around. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that now I look back on and think how much of that was like a self-imposed punishment of me convincing myself of like, well, they'll like me if I make them laugh. And like, I remember once I have this super, super vivid memory of at like 11 years old at a sleepover with a bunch of friends. And I walked in, like I had been in a different room for them from so, and I walked in crying and just said like, I don't think any of you like me and like walked out. And here's the thing, they did. They were my friends. But I had like convinced myself that people didn't really like me. Mm. Like they they liked me when I was funny mm. or like I was entertained, but they didn't really like me. And like like I said, all of it was self imposed. I know all of those people now as as adults, and like we are good friends. We were good friends in high school, but in middle school, I was convinced that they just kept me around to make fun of me. Mm. And like they did, they didn't. Like it, it was the weirdest. Like I wish I could go back to little kid Travis and be like. Hey, people like you. You're fine. You are working way too hard. I mean, and and all of that, and it seems like for both of your experiences, the the idea of self-imposed roles mm. was a big thing. And and I guess to that, to anybody else that feels really trapped in that now who's listening, 
I guess, you know, if you're yourself, like you're free because then if the people that you're trying to impress decide that they don't like the real you, then they are not worth hanging That's, out with you. And, and, and then the people that you really do want to hang out with those, those athletes or, or the people who really do think you're funny, then like they don't, you're hiding your true self from them. So you need to show that, show your true self to the world to find the people that you really belong with. That's and the some thing. of them really I, are sorting out their own pain. Yeah. And you yeah. might come together later. And it is not your job in the moment to fix them. Um, although if it helps, you can know that they're sorting out their own pain. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if that would have it helped might help. And that's time. the thing is like, listen, I, I, I can sit down and for hours confidently give like dating advice and communication advice and all these things. But one of the things about like bullying and going through school and growing up is everybody is so unique. Like everybody's experiences, everybody's reactions to things, what bothers them and what doesn't is so unique that like the reason it's hard to give advice on is that is the period of time in which you can least put words to what you're feeling. And it's so hard to communicate to someone like, hey, this is why that upset me. Yeah. I've been listening to this podcast called Heavyweight, which I highly recommend. And it's this guy named Jonathan Goldstein who helps people deal with something that they've been carrying for a long time. There's a Mm. bunch of episodes about like people who, when they were kids, their friend group, for whatever reason, turned against them and decided that they hated them and they'd never confronted them about it. And now as adults, he helps them. And here's the thing. The show, very funny. Um, It's a really (laughs) really great great. show. But like, it's, it's really interesting to listen to because so much of it is like them saying like, hey, that really hurt me. And the people who back then were just young kids saying, I didn't know it impacted you. Thank you for joining us. Tune in again every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Until then, take care of yourselves.